Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, If Not for God. When it comes to military combat, the general who is calling the shots, implementing the battle plan and strategy, is probably the single most factor determining the victor. The one who will be left standing when all the smoke and dust has settled. General Joshua and his men versus Jericho did not stand a chance of penetrating the walls of Jericho, no matter his battle plan, if not for God. God had the battle plan and rolled it out for Joshua. And as for Joshua and his men, well, they never had to fight. Every time there is an if not for God in our lives, victory is within reach if we stop, drop, and pray and then obey and trust our good and great God. In my small circle of the world, I know several who are living in crisis mode, all because of different circumstances. Sometimes there's absolutely nothing we can humanly do to effect change, because we've done everything we know to do, and nothing has changed. However, God is able and he will act on our behalf in response to the prayers of those who place their trust in him and turn to him in prayer. It is ours to pray in faith and his to come and do what only he can do. He specializes in that. He loves the, if not for God. So come with me to Second Chronicles chapter 20 in the Old Testament. This story is an arrow you need for your quiver. If you can, get to a Bible and read verses 1 through 30. It's an incredible story. If not, and you're looking at this briefing, click on the link there and the verses will come up. Here's the scene. Jehoshaphat is made aware that he is about to be attacked by a vast army. To say that his back is against the wall is an understatement. But his response is key. Jehoshaphat prays to God for help and declares a fast. And as a respected leader, the people heed his words. From the temple courtyard, he stands and addresses the commander-in-chief, God. Notice how he starts his prayer with adoration and then recalls how God has taken care of the Jewish people up until this point. He concludes his prayer with, We have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Find verse 12 in your Bible and underline or highlight it. It is a battle strategy for personal use. The Lord hears his prayer and sends a message through Jehaziel to the people. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Oh, I love that. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Jehoshaphat takes his strength from this word from God and then further encourages the faith of his people in God's deliverance. What are you up against, my friend? Trying to fight, control, or solve on your own. God is saying, 
Do not be afraid or discouraged. The battle is not yours, but God's. Go ahead, circle it in your Bible. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. Could we stop right here and pray? From Southern California to New York, down to Florida, to Portugal, the Netherlands, to Kenya and South Africa, the Philippines and Japan. Let us join together in prayer. Dear God, we know that there are those amongst us who are up against it right now. Nothing escapes your notice and nothing has caught you by surprise. So, Father, won't you take our situations, the cancer diagnosis, the wayward young person we love so much, the terror of ISIL, the unrest in our homes, uncertainty on our jobs. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you, Lord. We will not be afraid. We will not let ourselves be discouraged. We take you at your word. The battle is not ours, but yours. Our trust is in you, sweet Lord. Come, move. In your powerful name we pray. Amen. Meanwhile, back on the hillside with Jehoshaphat, what happens? Well, as his men are marching down to face the battle, Jehoshaphat appoints men to sing praises to God. (laughs) Can you just imagine what the opposition was thinking as they heard them coming? So sure of the victory God had promised them, this is what he had them do. The opposing armies then turn on each other, destroy one another, and Jehoshaphat's men never have to fight. Isn't that wild? Oh, how I love the story of God's faithfulness. Just like Joshua's men who defeated Jericho, they marched around the city, played trumpets, and shouted. Seriously? But we note that that was in obedience to God. Obedience is key. If not for God, utter defeat. God manned the battlefront. What was the response of Jehoshaphat's people? Well, led by him, they went back into Jerusalem, went to the temple to praise God with musical instruments, giving him the glory he deserved. How different things are when we are operating in God's economy. God did not just help Jehoshaphat's armies. He caused the other armies to destroy each other so that Jehoshaphat's men never had to fight the battle. You know, not much has changed in 3,000 years. God is still winning and willing. No, not just willing but wanting to fight our just battles. Surrender to God whatever concerns you today. Go ahead. He's big enough. Man, I love a good story, especially when it shows the power of our God wielded through the prayers of the faithful.